we live another episode of Pocket Football. It's going to be an exciting one because we're going to be predicting this entire NFL season. Uh, hopefully, you're in a good mood. Your day is going great. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. As always, Justin, Treese on the other end of this. I know I asked you before we hopped on, but then you started talking about this health plan that you're on and the amount of English McMuffins or English muffins you get to eat throughout the day, which is a lot. Homeboy's been working out. He's close to having a six-pack, so when that comes in, make sure to keep an eye on it and ask him because I'm sure he's going to be proud to tell you all about it. I know I'm, I would be proud of it if I had him. I've been saying I'm going to work on getting a six-pack my whole life. I've yet to accomplish that. Maybe next year. Not even starting Monday. Maybe next year. But anyways, how are we doing, Trace? You're so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, doing well, man. Uh, super excited for the season. Um Watching preseason this weekend has been awesome. Um, fantasy draft starting to heat up. Mine is actually a week from today, which is super Ooh. exciting for my home league. So um, just starting to prep for that and uh, really get underway there. So super excited. How, how's your weekend been? Uh, it's been pretty good. Went and played some basketball uh, this afternoon. This is Sunday for us recording. Um, you know what? I don't think I was ever very good in like high school when I played basketball. But, like, right now, after playing today, it's pretty bad. Ah, it's not good. Not good. It, I'm hurting. I've also realized that I have zero agility left or I just – I've lost it. You know what I mean? Maybe I can find it later. Maybe next year when I find my abs, too, uh, I can find my agility within that. Uh, it's just – it was tough. There's this old guy that plays with us, and I try to hit him with the Euro step. Uh, when I'm going down on a fast break, but his lateral agility is like completely gone. So he doesn't move at all or fall for the fake whatsoever. And in my mind, it's like, I'm not going to run over this old guy. So I need to like not hurt him, but I need to get myself out of the way too. So, which means I have to end my Euro step one step in. And if you know how a Euro step works, it, it's two and you alternate the directions by leading the defender a false way. So you have the other opening for people who may not know. Look, watch Dwayne Wade do it. He's very, very good at it. Giannis does it all the time. He is. So, and if, uh, you're, if you're any other NBA player, it's actually four steps. But, yeah, totally. So maybe that's just part of my problem, too, is because I cut that in half <laughs> with this old guy in my way. And then I just – I try and get the ball up to the basket to be a good shot, and it just – it doesn't work out. So maybe one day I'll be able to find my athletic ability too. I know there wasn't much of one beforehand, but that's how my weekend went. Sorry for the long explanation of story there, but yeah, that's it. I'm just not as, not as athletic as I used to be, but I'm as good now as I'll ever be. There you go. Love, love to hear it. Love to hear it. So, all right, cool. Um, so I guess it's time to dive into this. Also fun, fun news. We got college football next week. So last weekend without it, dude. Freaking love it. Love to see it. Yeah. We're, uh, me and the boys are actually like diving into our tailgate shit and like figuring out what's still usable, what's not, because we obviously didn't get to use it at all last year. So, you know, a little dusty and stuff, but man, yeah, we we're a Thursday night game to open it up. Uh, the Utes. So September 2nd, Thursday night, and it's going to get rowdy. Um, anybody that's in Utah and Salt Lake, come on by, come hang out at the Crimson Cup tailgate. And it's going to be, it's going to be a good one. That's all I can say. So Ayo. Utes, Utes season is going to be great. 
Do you think it's going to be a good year? Rose Bowl. This team is one of the most stacked Utah teams we've ever had. So love to hear that. Love it. It's it is really good team. Like, remember, like two years ago when, especially Mellow was like super. You like this team. I think has more talent than that team does. Not as much. Probably not as much like leadership that that team had. Um, but mm-hmm. talent wise overall, I think that this team is better. Like they're just more athletic type players. Um, Devin Lloyd as linebacker, I, and maybe it's a Homer thing, but I legit think he's like a top two or three linebacker in the nation. Like he's amazing. I love the tight end Shit. quarterback still like, you know, it's interesting to see how it's all going to play out, but it's either a former Texas guy or it's a former uh, Baylor dude. I think it's going to be Brewers, who's um, a former Texas – or, I mean, sorry, for Baylor guy. So it's going to be good. Uh, obviously, Ty Jordan, who sadly passed away this last offseason, going to miss him at running back, uh, who won freshman of the year. But uh, a lot of good transfers have come in, actually. Um, one from Oklahoma – um, and he's going to be starting at, at running back. So I think this, this team's just going to be stacked. So super excited for the season. Awesome. I'd love to hear that for you, especially with the way you guys tailgate, because you guys make it an entire weekend event. It's impressive. If there's people out there that want to know how to tailgate and want to know how to do it right for the old Utah Utes, get a hold of these boys right here in the Crimson Cup. That is a full show. For sure. All right, cool. Let's just dive right into it. So um excuse me we're gonna go nfc first what we're gonna do is we're gonna give our division winners um and then we're gonna go with our wild cards remember three wild card teams and then we'll play through the playoffs and then once we get to the super bowl then we'll stop go to the afc repeat and so then we can see who our super bowl matchup is going to be from each of us and for the record we did, neither of us have seen any of this stuff. So of each other. So it's going to be exciting and new to us as well. And then after that, then we'll go through the awards, just the classics, MVP, offense player year, defense player year, offensive rookie, defensive rookie, coach of the year, comeback player of the year, just the usuals that we've always done. So let's just dive right into it. Um, Austin, let's go with the NFC East. Who do you have winning the NFC East in 2021? Oh, Cowboys. I don't think there's any – there's no sugarcoating it, all right? They are the most stacked team in that division. I think the Washington football team is close, but just a quarterback away. The Dallas Cowboys have him. He's coming off an injury. We know that. He just got paid a buttload of money as well. He's got hella receivers. He's got a good running back, and he's got an offensive line. This team, though, has just kind of been that what-if team that we've discussed over the last couple of years where there's these high expectations. We just – what if this guy didn't get hurt? What if he would have stayed healthy? What if this would have been ruled a catch instead of an incomplete? You know, we've been playing what if for the Cowboys since I think they last time they won a Super Bowl in 1995, right? It's just been ridiculous. Or 94, some, anyway, somewhere in there since last time they won a Super Bowl. I have very high expectations for them this season, and we'll figure that out as this episode continues to go on. But the Dallas Cowboys, I do think, are representing the East. There's just – you look at the Giants – maybe up and coming still got to figure out what Daniel Jones is for them. Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles. We have no idea what Jalen hurts is going to be. We have no idea who is healthy and who's not that offensive line. I think all of them got hurt last year, which was ridiculous. What do they have at receiver with the two tight ends? Does Miles Sanders step up? And then when you look at Washington, I think, like I said, at the beginning of this, they're just, they're just a quarterback away. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I like Tyler or uh, Taylor Heineke. It's just, 
which one of them steps up and can be consistent for an entire year. If Fitzmagic is what we've known, he's magic for about four or five games sporadically in a row throughout the season. And then he just kind of dips off a little bit. So that's kind of my only question mark there. So for me, I have the Cowboys one in the East to start this bad boy. I love it. Um, we are going to be different here. Uh, I am taking the Washington football team. I think that this team actually is the best overall team in the division. I agree. The Cowboys offense is better, but I can't trust this Cowboys defense. Um, I think it's even shown in preseason too, that they're just going to be a little lost at times, um, even yeah. under Dan Quinn. Um, what I love about Washington is they won it last year and now they get a better quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like let's not take away what Ryan Fitzpatrick did for the dolphins last year. Like, but let's not forget you and I were like, why the hell are you benching Ryan Fitzpatrick right now for Tua? We understand Tua is the future, but you guys are on a three game winning streak and in the playoffs as of right now, given it was early in the season, yep. but it's like, why mess this up right now? Um, they obviously go on to not make the playoffs. Um, I just think that he is perfect for this offense. I think that he will throw it down the field. They got, you know, Curtis Samuel. They took uh, Deami Brown in the, in the draft as well. Who's a, another speedster out of North Carolina. You already have Terry McLaurin. Um, Logan Thomas is a great threat down the scene, which Fitzpatrick likes to do. And then you obviously have two fantastic pass catching uh, running backs. So I actually think this offense is going to be pretty solid as well. Yes. I agree, Fitzpatrick. We, he has a history of, you know, going crazy and then, you know, not showing up for a couple of weeks, which is the worry. Um, which why I do think this is going to be fairly close, but I do think that this defense is strong enough that it's going to over, you know, overtake any lapses in judgment that Fitzpatrick may have throughout the season. So, um, one division down already a difference for us. So, you have the Cowboys. I have taken the Washington Football Team. Um, I will go next here and we are at the NFC North. I'm going to assume that we are both the same on this one. Uh, taking the green Bay Packers, uh, Aaron Rodgers, first time, or sorry, last time being a Packer, you know, last, last hurrah, last, you know, whatever you want to call it last dance in their Instagram post. But um, I think this team is stacked. Uh, I severely underrated them last year. I thought that they were, or I guess overrated them. I don't know. Uh, I didn't think they were going to be good last year after the year before that, uh, that they did make the playoffs. Um, I thought they got kind of lucky that proved to not be the fact. And I'm going to just take them. I think the defense is very, very good. I think the offensive line is now healthy. I love, honestly, I love that they, you know, got more weapons in a sense, you know, if it's Randall Cobb, if it's Amari Rogers, uh, just getting more athletic people out on the outside or in the slot to help out. I think that's fantastic. Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't, I guess as a spoiler, I don't think he's going to be in the MVP race this year. I think that like last year was just insane. Cause he actually didn't have that many yards compared to a lot of other quarterbacks. It was just his touchdowns and his touchdown rate were just insane, which I, I just don't think that people can keep that up. Even if you're the great Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I'm taking the Packers. Yep, and I, I'm right there with you. I think the Packers are just going to continue to do what they've done the last couple of years and keep building on that success. It's just how far can they get into the playoffs, you know, and some people are going to hear that and be like, well, the last two years they've gone to the NFC Championship game. That's correct. They have, but that's it. And then they get there and they lay an egg, and it's just 
what is happening. Um, the year, but two years ago, it was their defense not being able to stop the run against San Francisco. Last year, it was the offense not being able to convert uh, and score or capitalize off the three turnovers that their defense had created by intercepting Tom Brady. They have to get that figured out. You have to get both of them. I just kind of have a feeling that this year, with it being the last dance with Aaron Rodgers, I know he came out last week or a couple of weeks ago and was like, I don't want this to be considered like a last dance. I don't want this to be considered the last ride, you know, or anything like that. There's a goodbye season. I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, that's exactly what it is. We all know that we're all very much aware of it. That's why you came back and then structured the deal the way that it is with your contract. It's just, it's an odd situation. And I don't know how much it continues to play in or, or be a topic of discussion throughout the season uh, depending on how good or bad they are. Now, we are expecting them to do good. Of course, we're picking them to win this division. But I think it's mainly so just everyone else is so bad right now, except for maybe the Chicago Bears. But they still need to get that situation figured out with them between Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. And if you were paying attention over the weekend, the Bears fans were chanting uh, Justin Fields' name while Andy Dalton's a quarterback. Now Justin Fields comes out and does show a great quality of leadership and was like, hey, when he's on the field – cheer for him not me he's a human he's the quarterback of this team right now i'm still doing what i need to do but like don't freaking disrespect him by wanting me like i love it just let's not be that and i think that's awesome that's the right thing to do but they the cat excuse me not the cowboys the the chicago bears need to get that figured out alone before that we consider them winning this division i do think their defense is good I do think they can be good. They do have some receiving weapons. Uh, they're a younger team in terms of the playmakers that are there. Um, it's just, just question marks with that. You look at the Vikings. We have no idea what the Vikings are going to be, to be honest. Like they add Patrick Peterson at corner. I think that's going to be a nice addition to the secondary. But other than that, like, I don't know what you have defensive line outside of one player. I don't know who you have at linebacker in terms of athletic ability that's young enough to, to keep up for an entire season. And then offensively, it's just they got to stay healthy. You know, like it's offensive line, playmakers and all that. And the Lions, I'm sorry, Riley, but like, ugh. <laughs> I just, we got it. They got to get that figured out too. I don't know what they have to worry about. So, I mean, this division is literally the Packers unless they just decide to lay an egg and not be very good this season. Yeah, absolutely agree there. All right, cool. Uh, we will move on to the NFC South, and I will let you take this one first. Yep. Um, I know we've talked about the Carolina Panthers quite a bit uh, leading up to this episode, but I am going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just due to the fact that they are bringing back all 22 starters. I do think that means a lot. They added some good pieces in the draft. They get another full year of Antonio Brown. Whatever you may think of him off the field, I'll completely agree with you. Morally, he's a piece of poo. We don't like the guy, all right? On the field, playing football, and that's what matters, and that's what we're talking about here in terms of the NFL and what he can provide there, he's very good. He's a huge threat. There's even discussions that he might be wide receiver one, and people are going to be like, well, there's Chris Godwin, there's Mike Evans. I get that. Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown, though, playing football as the receiver. The dude is unstoppable at times we've been seeing that his entire career and i think there is going to be a huge like pick your poison type of offense from tampa bay similar to how i've been dis uh, describing the kansas city chiefs the last couple years like who do you want to beat you well you got tom brady at quarterback that's pretty good he's got these other receivers that he can throw the ball to oh and their defense still pretty freaking good too so i like the panthers i just don't think they're able to win um i just don't think they're able to beat the bucks twice to get that 
to get the division. I think that's what it's going to come down to. It was the last, their last matchup, which I think is about maybe midway through the year, towards the end of the year. And I think the Bucks come out with a victory, and that kind of seals them winning the division. So I've obviously been very vocal about the Panthers. Um, but after looking through the schedule and everything, I actually have chosen to take the Bucks in this division oh, as well. Shit. So um, that was a hard one for me. I had to like put away like, okay, like I had this take. Um, and I got to be like, okay, let's think about this rationally and like figure it all out. And, um, yep. yeah, so I actually did take the bucks as well, um, to win the division. So, um, honestly, not a lot to say, um, other than what you just said, um, and what we've already talked about with the running backs in previous episodes. So, uh, yeah, taking, you know, super defendable, defending Super Bowl champs to win the division. Defending bowl. Yeah, geez, geez, <laughs> struggling there. Um, okay. Hey, quick though. Yep. Real quick before you continue, I just looked at the schedule for Tampa Bay again. I guess I just overlapsed. They played Carolina twice in the year. Like, out of their last three games, they played them twice. Um, yeah, I think we talked about this a long time ago, but I do remember that they played, like, not back-to-back. It was like they played, then they didn't, and then they played again. But I don't Yeah, remember- they go to – Tampa Bay plays at Carolina, I believe, in week 16. Week 17, they play at New York. And in week 18, they get Carolina at home. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Those are going to be some intense matchups for them, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, all right, cool. Moving over to what I consider the hardest division in football, the NFC West. This one was very difficult to choose from. Um, I ended up taking the Rams. Um, Took the Rams to win the division, and it is strictly – star power uh give me aaron donald give me jalen ramsey give me robert woods cooper cup matthew stafford sucks cam Akers is out but just give me the stars to show up in the big division games like that's it i think the rams are there's a lot of teams that like have no depth like depth is just a hard thing to have in the nfl um but i feel like the rams are very very thin like if some of those key guys (laughs) go down like they're in trouble and they don't have draft capital and stuff to trade for um, people. But I just think that they're going to stay healthy. I, I think McVay is going to get a chance to do stuff with the offense and that he hasn't been able to do with um, Jared Goff. So give me the Rams to win the NFC West this year. I'm right there with you. I mean, I don't know what else I can add to that. I think it was last year right before the playoffs, you were talking about the Rams and you're like this defense is built for the playoffs. They're built to succeed in that situation in that time of the year. And ever since you said that, it's like every time I think about the Rams, it's like, man, he's right. And if you watch this game over the preseason, they got a rookie. Boy, he showed out. Like, and I believe they played the Raiders. And they're like, dude was just unstoppable. And of course, he goes to the Rams. Like, the Rams have figured out a way to be like, F all of our first round draft picks. We will find someone later on in the draft and take like a risk on it, if that's what you want to call it, and still get good value out of it. They, they have been able to do that successfully the last three years since they've really just done the whole forget about first-round draft picks. We don't want to risk missing out on these type of players. We'll just get guys we know are already good. And the names that you mentioned are perfect. Like The stars just need to shine bright in L.A. They usually do. They just They're going to carry on. I'm expecting a huge year for the Rams. I've been very vocal ever since I got Matthew Stafford. I know I've done it here. I know I did it on radio. Like, Matthew Stafford is going to have a phenomenal season, and 
I'm just going to wait till the episode continues, but I'm very, 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 very high on the Los Angeles Rams this season. Love it. All right. So who is your wild card one then? My wild card one is actually coming out of the West. It is going to be the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I think they're a team that they make the playoffs. Russell Wilson's your quarterback. You've got good receiving weapons. Your defense, you're going to figure it out. All right. I think Chris Carson coming back as running back and being healthy. I think that's going to be nice for them. They just, and I know we discussed it last year, but I feel like every time the Seahawks get through the middle of the season and right there at the end, or they're looking for that playoff push, they get hit with the injury bug. And especially at the running back position, where they're like, hey, uh, Marshawn, can you come back? Like, that would be awesome, please. And then it's just, or you're getting these, excuse me, you're getting these random guys in there that we haven't necessarily heard of or players you got to rely on that are not valuable as the guy that was just there. And of course, this usually happens when there's an injury, but I'm, I'm hoping the Seahawks have a good year. I don't think being the wild card team, like the first one in is bad when your division is as tough as it is. Just accept the playoff role and get ready to go because Russell Wilson's going to make some magic happen no matter what. So, I love it. All right. So I also am going the NFC West here, but I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers. I- Freaking knew it, you silly goose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the Niners. I think that they stay healthy. I think by that point, Trey Lance is starting and he just brings a different element to this offense and they get going. Um, I love things that like George Kittle has said. Um, for anybody that missed it, George Kittle, they all had the tight end camp, whatever they called it. Can't remember tight end whatever tight end university university um and he was like all these things that i learned he's like i learned like different route combinations from waller and he's like and the key thing i learned from travis kelsey was i don't have to bring it every single play i can pick and choose when i actually need to bring it and he's like that is why i think i've gotten hurt i actually don't think he actually said that it's more what i think i think that is why Mm -hmm. he's gotten hurt because he like was bringing it you know, all out every single play when it's like, dude, you, I don't want to say take a play off, but like, if you know the play is going elsewhere, like do what Travis Kelsey does. And that's kind of what he does. He can get in the way, you know, for a block and all that, but like, he doesn't have to like be the star of the play every single time. There's no need to go hundred miles an hour every single play. Exactly. You're going to run out of gas. Yep, exactly. Or get hurt, which is what happens. So, um, and I think that Kittle stays healthy. And so, yeah, I'm going to take the Niners there on uh, wild card one. What about wild card two then? What did I say the toughest division was? NFC West? Okay, let's go NFC oh West. Oh my God. Let's go NFC West again. Are you going to go? Are you going to get all fucking four teams in here? Let's take the Arizona Cardinals right now. Um, I'm taking the Cardinals to be the sixth seed. Uh, I think they sneak into the playoffs last year. They were basically a game out and they lost like five of their last seven last year. And they were a game out or something like that. It was something crazy. They just fell apart. Um, I think that Kyler improves. I think that you add guys like AJ green, like whatever you think of him, like I think that he's going to help, like even if it offloads like Jay, uh, Deandre Hopkins, you know, and all that, I think the defense is better. You get Isaiah Simmons actually playing the whole year. Zayvon Collins, I tweeted about him the other day. Like that duo is going to be nasty. Um, you have them. I love like Buda Baker, you know, being what he is as the captain now, all of that. Um, JJ Watt, you got uh, Chandler Jones <laughs> on the opposite side. This team has star players. So um, give me the Cardinals to sneak in as that sixth seed. 
That was your wild card two or three? Two. I need to hear your third one now. Is it the freaking Seahawks? No. Oh, yeah. Who's your third? You, you don't think the Seahawks make the playoffs? Okay, fine. I'll just dive right into it. So I have the Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> I have the Seahawks having the same record as actually the Cardinals and my seventh seed, which is, or yeah, seventh seed, which is wild card three. Um, I have all three of them having the same record, but tiebreaker will have the Seahawks out of it, which is very interesting considering was anybody higher on the Seahawks last year than me? <laughs> I literally had them winning the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. And they, the Arizona and Seattle played the last game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me the Panthers wow. to be the seven seed. Wow. You have the Panthers in. Okay. I have the Panthers in as the seven, seven seed. Man. Okay. And what's that record that you had? You have them all tied at nine and eight. <laughs> Already, don't even get double digits. That's I mean, rare, though. D- division's yeah. tough, and like wild card teams, you know, for the most part, usually aren't in double digits. You can't have, you know, you can't have fourteen teams in double digit wins. It's just not going to happen. Well, it'd be cool if there was, but it would be okay. So you have go again. Go through your entire list of playoff teams. <laughs> Screw it. I'll just give you what, what seed I have them in as well. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, seed one. Uh, Go ahead. Green Bay Packers, seed two. Rams is the third seed. Washington football team is the fourth seed because since they won the division. Um, 49ers is the five seed. Cardinals is the sixth seed. Panthers is the seventh seed. Okay. All right. Well, here's mine then. My wild card team one, I already said was the Seahawks. Wild card team two is going to be the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I think they get right there. Uh, at the end, I think they're not that far behind the Bucks. Just it's a tough end of the schedule for them, like we discussed earlier. I'm very high on this team as well as Treese. I think that defense is young. They're fast. They're strong. They're good in this offense. I think with Christian McCaffrey being back fully healthy this season, you have a quarterback in Sam Darnold who didn't look bad the other night playing in the preseason game. Um, and then the receiving weapons that are still there with the talent at tight end too, um, where they got younger and more experienced than the two. I just think they're going to have a good season. I think it's a good mix. I think things are looking up for the Panthers. I'm excited for it. Wildcard team three. This is where I have the Washington football team going. I think they just miss out on winning the division with the Cowboys. This division hasn't been very good over the last couple of years. We know that. We're aware of it. Uh, whatever team has won it has just kind of barely skimmed by their teeth and gotten the and gotten the victory. It was time taking Carolina, or excuse me, the Washington football team, or should I say the Washington Red Wolves, because I do think that should be their, uh, their nickname next year when they officially announce that. Therese, we haven't got to discuss it, but I want to hear your opinion. Do you like the Red Wolves? What do you like? Honestly, I kind of like the Washington football team now. I kind of just like it. We're just used to it. That's it. That's It happens yeah, probably, every time. Probably. We, when but, they switched to the football team last year, we were just like, that is so stupid. Yeah. Why would you do that? You can't think of another name. Da, 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 da. No, they're going to be named the Washington Red Wolves. If you don't know what that term is, please, for the love of God, go look it up in Urban Dictionary. I just learned what it was last week. Trace, I want you to do the same thing right now, please, because it is going to catch you by surprise. I don't want to make fun of it. I don't want to laugh at it, but it is hilarious. Jokes are going to be made. That's for sure. It is going to be a little different. So, Trace, when you see it and you know about it, please let me know. 
I'm looking it up now, but we'll, we'll keep going as I'm reading it. So, okay. Um, so you did your rankings. Let me do mine. Uh, first seed. Um, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, Two, I'm going to take the Rams three. I'm going to take the Packers Four, I'll take the Cowboys five. I'm going to take the Seahawks six Panthers seven Washington. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So that would mean you have the bucks with the buy as well as I do. Um, because we both have them as a one seed. So now you have the Rams versus the Washington football team. Who do you have winning that game? Rams. You have the Rams winning that game. Okay, great. That means, so that was the two versus seven. Um, Mm -hmm. My two versus seven is Packers versus Panthers, and I have the Packers winning that one. So we have the one and two seed, both moving on. So now let's do the three versus six seeds. Your three is the Packers versus the Panthers. Packers, Panthers. Yep. And I'm going to take the Packers this year. I think that last run, Aaron Rodgers has a good game. So we actually have the same. Because I wanted to take the Panthers, though. Totally. So we actually have that same matchup, but you have it three and six, and I have it two and seven, but we both have Packers, Panthers playing each other. Um, so my three is the Rams playing the Cardinals, and I do have the Rams winning that game. So um, as of right now, we actually have – those three, the same teams. So we, we both have Bucks, Rams, Packers moving on to round two, uh, round the last one in this, we will be different because we, it's not the same team. So you have Cowboys versus Seahawks. Who, who do you have moving on? And I'm going to take the Seahawks as the fifth seed. Okay, nice. Okay. The only wildcard team picking up a W. I, I like it. So mine is Washington football team versus the 49ers. And I also have the wild card team winning there. So we both have the five seed moving on over the four seed, the four seed being the NFC East, not moving on. So you have Bucks versus Seattle, one versus whatever that is for you, five, one versus five, five for you. Yep. yep. So who do you have moving on? I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Okay. I can't disagree there. So my one is the Bucks versus the 549ers and I also have the Bucks moving on. So we both Jesus. have the Buc- we both have the Bucks moving on to the NFC uh, championship game. Um okay, Rams versus Packers. Taking the Rams. So we both have the Rams versus Packers in this matchup as well, but I have the Packers moving on. So I have a repeat NFC championship game. So Bucks versus Packers. You have Bucks versus Rams. Okay. What's up, Rams? So you have the Rams going to the Super Bowl. What's up, Rams? Aaron Donald's about to reintroduce himself to Tom Brady here in the NFC Championship game. You think you forgot about that Super Bowl matchup? Absolutely not. I'm telling you, Matthew Stafford fucking destroys that defense in the NFC Championship game. Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to be like, peace sign who? Peace to you, brother. You out. Gone. Somebody's bitter there. All right, cool. Bobby Trees. Bobby Trees scoring three touchdowns in the NFC Championship game. All right. That's Robert Woods, in case you didn't pick it up. I, I know exactly who it is. Um, So I'm going to take the Packers to move on and go to the Super Bowl. So Third time's the charm. Third baby. time's the charm. So you say that Aaron Donald didn't forget. I say the Packers haven't forgotten about what just happened last year. So I have the Packers moving on to the Super Bowl this year. Um. 
which I know I'm a few years ago, I started always picking the Packers and they would always suck. And then I didn't pick them and then they were good. And now I pick them again. I guarantee you it, it goes the opposite way, but um, okay. Think, so uh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Do you think Aaron Rodgers gets a rushing touchdown that game? No, I think that he, uh, he now has slot receivers that he can, that'll actually get open in the red zone. Randall Cobb for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, all right, cool. I like it. So we, we had a lot of similar things actually, but you know, the difference is we do have different people in the Super Bowl. So that is, that's honestly fantastic. So um, bear with me here for a second while I update our spreadsheet. Cause like I said, we didn't know anything. And so we were kind of just, you know, doing this on the fly. All right. I was about cool. to say the fact that you can talk and type at the same time about two different things is actually decently impressive to me. Uh, let's go ahead and carry over to the AFC, though. So we both have our Super Bowl predictions from the NFC. Treese has the Green Bay Packers. I have the Los Angeles Rams. Let's move over to the AFC. We always start in the East. That's where we're going to go this year. Last year, we predicted this team to win the division for the first time in 25 years. They made it happen. I think they do it two years in a row. I am taking the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East. I do think it is going to be more competitive this year, though, with the Dolphins. Um, I do think Tua takes that next step up, having a full offseason to train and learn the playbook and be involved with everything. I think they help their offensive line. I think they got better receiver as well with Jalen Waddle being there. And I think Mike Gusecki is going to have himself a pretty good season too. I know I've said that the last two years, like we just said with the Packers, third time's a charm. So Mike Gusecki, go make it happen, brother. And let's just copy pasta there. So I also am taking the bills and what more can I say? I mean, that offense was deadly and their head coach is a defensive guy. And like, we just, uh, like the defense was average last year. Like, Imagine them getting better there. Um, they're only going to be a better team. So we both are taking the bills. Moving on to the NFC North. AFC. AFC North. Appreciate that. Um, AFC North. Um, Austin likes to call me a closet Ravens fan as I have taken the Ravens and Lamar Jackson the last couple of years. Even before he won his MVP, I was um, all up on uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, that's one of my uh, fame, famous quotes there. Um, but I'm not going to do it here. I'm going to take the Browns. I think they finally win the division. Uh, this team is stacked. They look great in the preseason, and they're not even playing all their starters. I love what Stefanski does on the offensive side of the scheme. And you get OBJ back healthy, and if he can be what he was, this team can be dangerous. So give me the Cleveland Browns to win the AFC North. Uh, I'm going to do a little copy paste there with you. I actually did pick the Browns to win the North. I thought we were going to be different because I thought it was going to be a lock for you to take the Ravens. Um, I heard someone on ESPN say uh, last week that he thinks the most pressure surprising disappointment of this year is going to be Lamar Jackson and teams are going to catch up and figure out how to stop him. And I saw you got a lot of backlash on that. Uh, and I get it because that was me last year. But here's the thing. I was right. They People were able to slow him down last year, and he did not have the same type of production that he had the season before. I know it's hard to, you know, repeat a season of having an MVP caliber year. We saw with Patrick Mahomes as well. But the thing is with, with Lamar Jackson is that I feel like people are going to be able to contain him in terms of just staying behind the line of scrimmage and forcing him to pass the ball. 
Again, I know that's a difficult thing to do. I think teams are going to be able to figure it out this year. This is their third year being able to have the opportunity to do it, their full season as a quarterback. Now, let's get into the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've said it on radio. I don't think I've said it here. Teresa, I don't think I've said it to you. But I did get some backlash for saying this from one of my co-hosts. You guys know his name. His name is Matt Miller. But here we go. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers have a top 10 draft pick this year and pick in the top five. I think Big Ben is going to get hurt. I think they're going to have a bad year. I like this defense. I like the weapons that they have. I like Najee Harris, their offensive line. He lost some key pieces this year. Big Ben is old. When was the last time we got to see him play like an entire season without any type of injuries? I'm not saying missing games. I'm saying any type of injury. It's been a long time. I think this is his last year and he knows it, but I don't think they're going to be able to compete with these other teams in their division like the Browns or the Ravens. And like Tree said with the, with the Browns, they have so many weapons on offense. OBJ coming back, that defense, they added to it in the draft. They had Jadeveon Clowney as well this offseason. People might hear that and be like, ah, it doesn't matter. Well, hey, when he's got a good defensive player on the other side and they're going to be focused on Miles Garrett more than him, he just gets that one-on-one tuck your head and go. And that is when he can be good. And he's fine against the run. We've seen that since college. This Browns team is just stacked right now. Like top to bottom, this roster is loaded. There's no reason for them not to have a good year. Similar, like I said, last year with Baker, like you don't have a choice, but to have a good season. He did that. He had a good year. Just continue to build off that, that sophomore season with the quarter, uh, with the head coach in that playbook. So, yeah, you have not mentioned the whole Steelers thing to me. Um, I do think that's a hot take. Given I made a bet in Vegas that the Steelers were going to be under nine wins. So, mm-hmm. um, obviously, me saying that they're not going to make the playoffs. So, spoiler there, that they're not going to be on the uh, wild card teams there. But so, but I don't know if I necessarily think top five pick. Um, I just, I also think that the Steelers are a good team. I just don't know if they're going to be as good. I think the AFC is pretty stacked this year is more of what it is. So, all right, let's move over to, I guess, my division, AFC South. Um, You want to go first? You want me to go first here? Yeah, I'll go ahead. I'm going to take the the Tennessee Titans. Um, You added Julio Jones. You got some young secondary members as well on your team who are kind of showing out in preseason too. Uh, I like what the Titans have going on. My only concern is the loss of your offensive coordinator. How much does that change things? Do you continue to stick the run with Derrick Henry? Does Derrick Henry, is this year the kind of the tires fall off and we're like, oh, yep, this is it. This is what we've expected in the last couple of years. Or does he just buckle down and continue to add tread somehow and just roast us for another thousand yards and rushing and almost hit that 2000 yard mark? Like we, we don't know what we're getting. Like those are questions we don't know. Right. That's why they're questions. So I am expecting them to win this division mainly just because I feel like everyone else just has bigger question marks than the Titans do. In terms of the Colts, how's Carson Wentz look, which, by the way, he is expected to report to camp uh, and practice this next week, which is just absurd to think about after having surgery on his foot. I'm sure he's going to be very limited. Uh, the Jaguars, I like their future. I think it is very bright. I'm sure Therese knows that as well. It's just it's not going to be this season. And then the Houston Texans, that biggest question mark is who's your starting quarterback going to be, and it's probably not Deshaun Watson. Third year in a row, I'm taking the Titans to win. Uh, this division so every year that we've done this I've taken the Titans and here we are uh, hate the Titans yet I'll respect what what they are as a team um, I don't think that Derek Henry slows down from a standpoint of 
how good he is. I think his stats drop and that's just because I think they have to pass the ball more this year because their defense isn't as good. And you brought in Julio Jones, um, those type of things. Still think that Henry probably runs for like 1300 yards, uh, which is a fantastic year. I just think that he overall has less carries, which might be good for come playoff time as well. So he might be even a little Mm -hmm. bit more fresh. So um, I also am taking the Titans then um, to win the AFC South. Um, I think that we can kind of just skip over this one real quick and try to get to the wild card stuff. Um, We're both obviously taking the Chiefs to win the AFC West. Um, Not much of a conversation there. Uh, This team rebuilt offensive line, defense coming back healthy, got a couple of new, you know, athletic guys, linebackers, you know, even Thornhill coming back from a full year now off of the ACL, that type of stuff. Um, Again, don't really need to dive too much into it. You have a guy named Patrick Mahomes. Of course, we're going to have you winning the division. Um, Let's go to the wildcard teams. Um, I'll let you give wildcard one. Yeah, wildcard one for me is actually going to be the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think they're right there behind the Browns. Uh, I know I just said that, you know, expecting Lamar Jackson to kind of be caught up to a little bit. That doesn't mean the Ravens aren't going to be bad. I just think he's going to have to be better at passing the football, which he showed some development with last year. I'm sure he's going to continue to grow on that. That's good. I feel like last year came off as a huge Lamar Jackson hater. It's not necessarily what I wanted to be. I just kept going down that road and it just kept happening. And I was like, forget about it. This is just where we're at right now. Again, I do like Lamar Jackson. I do think teams are going to catch up to slowing him down in terms of him destroying them with his legs. You're a quarterback. you got to throw the football. You improved on it last year. I think he will this year. And they get right here, excuse me, into the wild card. Nice. You are the, you are the Ravens fan this year over me, apparently. Um, Look at that. My wild card one is going to be the Los Angeles Chargers. I think they stay healthy. I love the new uh, coordinators. I love the new head coach. Love Justin Herbert. Uh, Derwin James is healthy right now. Uh, I just love the defense and how they're flying around. Literally just got done watching them play against the Niners um, in preseason as well. Yeah, I think this team finally does it. I think they were fine. They finally make it back into the playoffs. Uh, we all know that they've had the talent and it's just been honestly a little bit of coaching, a little bit of health, a little bit of play, just underperforming. I think it all comes together here. So give me the Chargers as wild card one. Uh, wild card two my turn and this is where i have the ravens coming in so i have the ravens coming in as the sixth seed in the afc perfect uh wild card two for me um is going to be the indianapolis colts i know i just talked about carson wentz i've been all aboard that train since he left uh the philadelphia eagles i think he won this trade he's in a good situation he's with a coach that is going to put him in situations to win i like the trio running back the offensive line is good yes they're dealing with injuries as well on that left side, but I think as soon as Eric Fisher comes back, they're going to be fine. The left tackle position is not going to be as a glaring issue in terms of their defense. They're young, they're fast, they're freaking good. We know that. And DeForest Buckner's right there in the middle. You got Leonard right behind them in their secondary. Yeah, I just mentioned it. It's young, but they're still pretty good. Like, I really like this Colts team. They just need to be able to put it all together, and Carson Wentz is going to help with that. I know I talked about it last season that, they were just a Philip Rivers away from being or from having a stronger arm and beating the Bills. That's the only thing they were missing. If they would have had that, I really do think they beat the Bills last year in the playoffs. But that's a what if it didn't happen. Now you get Carson Wentz. We know he has an arm. 
there's the difference. Wild card three team for me is actually going to be the Miami Dolphins. Uh, and the reason for that is because of Tua um, and what they were able to add in Jalen Waddle as receiver. They get that quick guy who can run good routes and make a difference. I know he's a rookie and it's a lot to rely on him, but they also have other receivers that are going to be able to carry the load throughout the year and allow him to kind of develop and continue to grow and have a good season. And it's the same thing for Tua. Last year was COVID. He was coming off a hip injury. It was still questionable. We don't, we never really got to see who he is or who he can be. And I think we will get to see that this year. And we already know their defense is good. They're going to continue to grow off that as well. So I'm taking the Dolphins, which may be a surprise as my wild card three team to make the playoffs. Nice. I like that. Um, almost went that route as well, actually. Almost. Instead, I went a different route. Same division. It's it's Bill Belichick. It's the Patriots. Uh, I have them back. I, I have them back in the playoffs. I I don't see how he misses the playoffs back to back. Who's years. the quarterback? I I think it's Cam for the first little bit, and then eventually they'll make the they'll make the switch. Um, and Mac Jones is is the quarterback when they're heading into the playoffs. You're probably not wrong, which is just terrifying to think about because the way Mac Jones looked the other night, and uh, it just feels like this is going to be crazy. To say. Like it feels like a miniature Tom Brady. Like he just he does the same thing. He takes care of the football, puts him in the right spot, lets his guys eat, and allows the defense to do their job. Like, yeah, and me the biggest thing fuck. is I, I think this defense is back. I think that this defense, yeah. like, it, let's not forget how amazing this defense was two years ago. And they just, you know, they took a little bit of a step back, and I think they're going to come well, back. Everyone, and, sorry to interrupt. Everyone like opted, opted out, out last year due to COVID. Yeah, it's like we all forget that. Yep, exactly, exactly. So that is why I have them. I actually have them with the same record as the Ravens, but I just went with tiebreaker with the Ravens over them. So. Um, so I will go through my, the, you know, the seedings, and then I'll let you go through the seedings and then we'll go through it. So <clears throat> seeding one, I had the Buffalo bills as the top seed. <laughs> I have the chiefs, <clears throat> this guy, I have the chiefs as the second seed, both of them at 13 and four. Um, but I had the bills winning the matchup, the head to head matchup. So 13 and four, both of them. Then I have the Browns is the three seed at 12 and five. Then I have the Titans at the four seed at nine and eight, actually, because I think that the Colts make that very interesting, but then Titans end up winning that out. Um, Five seed, I have the Chargers, then six Ravens, seven Patriots. Okay. And I went with one being the Chiefs. I just think their strength of schedule is not as difficult it was last year. I do think they still have tough games. We know that, but I'm just expecting a big year with this team, especially with that revamped offensive line. I know that whole right side is young uh, from center over the rookies, literally Lucas Nyang. I know it's a second year in the league, but dude hasn't seen an NFL game since he opted out last season, but they've looked solid through the preseason. I think they carry that over into the regular season. I'm giving them the one seed two. I'm giving to the Browns three Buffalo bills four Tennessee Titans Five, six, and seven is going to go straight in the order of my wild card with the Ravens, Colts, and Dolphins. 
and then I'll just go ahead first. The Chiefs-Dolphins matchup, I'm going – well, excuse me, the Chiefs get the bye. Between the Browns and the Dolphins, um, I'm actually going to give it to the Browns. I think they just – they're going to be too much to handle for that Dolphins team. Okay, and thank you for going as I was trying to type and do the same thing. Um, okay, so mine, obviously, the Bills get the bye as the one seed, which puts it as – oh, wow, that's a rough one. Chiefs versus Patriots week one. Um, that's tough. That's, that's a tough one for the chiefs to go into, but they pull it out. Um, it's Patrick. Marks. I was going to say, don't so, you say something stupid. So don't you say uh, something stupid here, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I have the, so now I have the bills and the chiefs, both the one and two seed moving on, just like how you have the one and two seed moving on with the chiefs and the Browns. So now your three versus six is the bills at, uh, sorry, versus the Colts. Yep, a little rematch of last year. Yes. And uh, I think the Colts pull out the W here. This is not me hating on the Bills. I just think this is all redemption for the Colts, and they're bringing about everyone back except for Carson Wentz. Like, he's going to be the newbie here in this matchup, and I think that's the difference. Nice. Okay, cool. Does Carson Wentz, I guess this answers the question, he finally finishes his first playoff game? Like, he's yet to finish one, right? (laughs) Yeah. I'm not laughing as being offensive. It's like, oh, shit, that's right. That's that's Uh, factually correct. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I have three versus six here, and this is a division matchup. It's the Browns versus the Ravens for me. And it's funny because as I did this, I have the Browns sweeping the Ravens during the season. It's hard to beat a team three times in one year. It is. And so I have the Ravens beating the Browns. In this matchup, what? we both have a six-three ma- uh, upset. We both have a six-three upset. Gee, man, we have to remind. Like, we did this right before we started. Like, this is. I, I shouldn't say we did. It. We haven't seen. We each haven't other's. seen each other's. Yeah, yeah. So wow. crazy. All right. All right. Okay. Um. So then that leaves four versus five, and your four is the Titans versus the Ravens. Um. And who do you got? I'm actually taking the Ravens to beat the Titans. I think this okay. is, you know, the year. Did they play last year in the playoffs? Was this they, the win? They that, did. Uh, the Lamar yeah. had. This, so I think they were all fighting at the at the um, yes center field. Yes. Oh yeah, on the fifty yard line. Yeah, and I think the Ravens just do it again. Yep. Okay. Um, so mine is Titans versus Chargers, and I also have the five seed winning, <laughs> and I have Jesus. the Chargers beating the Titans. So we both have the one and two seed and the five and six seed in the AFC. Um, different teams, obviously. Jeez, we are way too much alike. This is ridiculous. That's insane. So, okay. So you have Chiefs versus Colts then. So, so you're one versus six Chiefs Colts. And I got to assume you're just rolling with the hot hand of Patrick Mahomes. 100%. Okay. Mine, uh, my one six is going to be Ravens versus Bills versus Ravens. And I also have my one seed moving on and have the bills moving on there. So um, that's also a rematch from last year. Um, And I think the bills do exactly what they did last time and just dominate that game. So both that. So now you're two versus five, which is going to be Browns versus Ravens division matchup, which I just had in my previous round. And I'm actually going to take the Browns to win this game. Nice. Um, I think the Ravens are able to pick up a win. So I think they split the season series and they get here in the playoffs and it's going to be the Browns. Nice. Cool. All right. And then my next matchup is a division matchup of just like yours was. And mine is the chargers versus chiefs. 
And um, just like you just said, um, it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. And I had the Chiefs sweeping the season. And don't hate me. I have the Chargers beating the Chiefs here. I have the Chiefs not going to the AFC Championship. I had the Chiefs not going to the Super Bowl this year. I think it is the, the, the eye that Austin is giving me right now is ridiculous. And I'm not doing this I just to, know, like that. Just like, that I'm, might be the stupidest thing I've ever heard you say. That's fine. And that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's, I think it's incredibly difficult what? to do stuff you like mean, that three years in a row. That's fine. And you'll hate me when it doesn't so, happen. So you're, you're just, what are you picking the Chargers to do to beat the Chiefs and do what? I said that the Chiefs sweep them in the season and then the Chargers yes. beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. And then go to the AFC Championship game? Well, by winning this game, yeah, that takes them to the AFC Championship game, yes. They beat them in Kansas City. Dude, Yeah. That's fine. You, you smoke. What do you like? Is is it legal there in Utah? I didn't know that. Listen, I knew this was gonna happen as soon as I said this, and I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a drink from 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 my cup here. Okay, you go ahead and drink. You hear that. how empty that is? That about sounds. Uh, is your head empty? Is this cup right now? <laughs> what is going on? I know. Hey. Dude, I've been all on the Chiefs with you the last couple of years. I just think I just that... want to hear your explanation. I just want to hear the explanation. Make it make sense to me. I think like explain it to me like I'm five, <laughs> because that's just how impossible this sounds right now. Like, dude, I don't know what to. T- I think that Brandon Staley is an awesome coach. I think that he builds great defenses and defensive schemes. I think that for once. One know what somebody gets the better of Andy Reid. I think for one time it happens. And so it's a first year head coach. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, let let's not let's not act like this is shocking. I mean, the Browns on their first first year head coach were literally one Chad Henney miracle play away from having a having a shot as well. Exactly. So he got close. Yep. Close, but no cigar. Yeah, like, and, I, and I'm just saying that like maybe it happens this year. Dude, you okay. could be upset. Like, no, so, but listen, I am, gonna be, I'm leaning into it, of course, but like, you're gonna I want to hear like the thorough explanation of it because I'm sure you have one. The, the, my thought is I believe that these DBs are very, very talented, and I think that they are going to be able to, like, Derwin James, I think, can slow down Travis Kelsey. I think that these mm-hmm. safeties and cornerbacks can slow down Tyreek Hill from the deep threat and make everything underneath. I think that I just honestly think that the charge or the chiefs get away from the running game when they shouldn't, and they're not going to have a running game. And then I think that this offense of the, of the chargers is super, super talented that have literally everything that you want. They have the big bodied guy in Mike, Mike Williams. They have the guy that catches everything in Keenan Allen. They have Austin Eckler who literally can do anything and make linebackers and defensive linemen look silly. Uh, they have this new uh, wide receiver Palmer. Who's a great deep threat. I like what Justin Herbert did last year. I think that he made a very, very hard time for the chiefs last year. Like he, he brought games down to the wire last year in year one, one of those matchups being literally it's the coin flip and the head coach goes over. Hey, by the way, 
we may have just killed our starting quarterback by puncturing his lung. You got to go and start a game um, and then almost beat you guys. Um, so these are my reasons on why I think it can happen again. I know it's kind of out of left field. I know that the moment, if it doesn't happen, you're going to let me, you're going to let me hear it. I understand that. And that's fine. Um, I'll let you know how badly I'm beating you in the spreads and all of those other bets as well. And we'll, you know, we'll give it back to each other. So, uh, but that, that is my thought. So I have the chargers beating the chiefs in the playoffs. Yes. I have, I've taken the chiefs in the, to the super bowl, the last two years of this podcast. I'm just not doing it this year. That's fine. It, that all makes a lot of sense. Um, that's very logical, and you're very right on that defense for the Chargers. Um, you're I wrong, just, the but only it reason, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you're still fucking stupid. But <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> that was good. I just I didn't put the Chargers in here in the wild card just due to the fact that they are that major what if team, right? Like, agree. What if Philip Rivers is makes this throw or they the defense is able to step up and you you're exactly right on that defense being prepared to handle the Kansas City Chiefs because they have speed at linebacker they have the the defensive pressure from the line of Bosa being available if Derman if Derwin James stays healthy and you know they have the addition of their corners um and Chris Harris Jr. and they have another young rookie corner as well or younger corner who's good um and then this here Adderley who's another one of their free safeties your kid's good too. I mean, this is a guy we got to see at the Senior Bowl, Trees, and we were both sitting there talking about him. Like, hey, this is a guy that we think the Chiefs should target in the draft because he does have that range and he does have that speed back there to play center field and kind of track everything. And it's of course the Chargers that get him, that get him, and then you know they add Kenneth Murray, the linebacker from Oklahoma last year, who had a pretty good rookie season. He's going to continue to grow off that. Like as much as I think, like as as crazy as I think that sounds, which I still do. Like, I understand your logic with it because, like, I can – I feel like I'm – how do I word this? I'm aware enough to realize the Chiefs aren't unstoppable. We just – them getting the playoff breaks that they've had have been lucky. Like, last year, if it's not for Chad Haney, and I've said this before, if Chad Haney doesn't get that third and 14 run to turn it into fourth and one and then hit Tyreek Hill on the fly because they decide to pass it on a fourth down instead of running it, which is still absurd as much as that take is from you, uh, they probably don't They probably don't advance to the AFC Championship game, and the Browns do. So it's just – it's it's that quickly how it can happen. Um, so it makes sense. Uh, but for me, though, like I said, I have the Chiefs – Going to the AFC Championship game. What are my matchups down to here? Where am I at? You're down to the... Chiefs versus Browns. Yeah, Chiefs versus Browns. So I'm taking the Chiefs to win that. Um, I just think <clears throat> the Browns defense is still too young. And I think that offense is kind of able to out scheme them and kind of put them in positions to get confused. And that's the difference in the game. But I also think this Chiefs defense is, I'm not going to say underrated, <clears throat> just maybe not being paid attention to enough because you do get a healthy Juan Thornhill. You add Jaron Reed to that defensive, like to the interior defensive line. Which is a very big pickup, by the way. Yes, it is. Um, Especially in terms of their pass rush. And like Colin Saunders has looked good. Um, He's the big defensive tackle that we saw from a a small school uh, in Illinois 
do the backflip at the senior bowl. And everyone's like, Oh my God, this guy's got athletic ability. They got him in the third round two years ago. He's injured last year, but he is athletic and he's having a good preseason. Tershawn Wharton uh, is another one of those young, one of those undrafted free agents they got last year uh, who's shown the ability to, to rush the passer from, uh, from the inside of the defensive line. And Derek Naughty is another one of those guys who just doesn't get the respect, but is going to get a big payday. People are going to be like, who the hell is this guy? But the reason I bring up all those names is because Chris Jones is being moved to a defensive end opposite of Frank Clark, and he's going to have a massive season. I know we're getting ready to do the awards here in a little bit, but I'm expecting a big year out of him. So I guess to bring this back full circle, I do have the Super Bowl being what we what it should have been four years ago, the Rams versus the Kansas City Chiefs after that amazing Monday night showdown that they had in L.A. that was supposed to be in Mexico. Yeah. That was fun times. Um, so my my matchup now is the Bills versus the Chargers for the AFC, and I'm taking the Bills. Um, I think the Chargers are riding high, like, holy shit, we just beat the Chiefs. Like, holy shit, we can stop anybody. And then it's like, oh, shit, now we're facing almost an equal level of offense. Um, and it's very hard to do that back-to-back weeks. And um, I think Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator for the Bills, gets the best of Brian Staley, the uh, Chargers head coach. And Brian Dabble basically now can be a head coach of wherever he wants, given he probably could have last year as well. But this is where he goes, oh, one know who's about to get fired? Mike McCarthy. And one know who's going to be healthy? Dak Prescott. Oh, and I get Amari Cooper. Oh, I get C.D. Lamb. Oh, I have Michael Gallup. I have Zeke. And... Maybe Brian Brian Dable becomes the head coach of the of the Dallas Cowboys. Wow, that's fucking terrifying. Terrifying. Holy shit. The way your brain works. It was it was <laughs> empty about five minutes ago, but right now that's full of knowledge, brother. That's some good shit right there. I love that. that that's that's how I want this to play out. Um, sorry, wow. any Cowboys fans, because I mean, actually, not sorry. Like you guys can suffer for one more year and then like <laughs> you guys are going to be like Super Bowl favorites next year. <laughs> like that, yeah. that, that will be the difference. So, um, okay. So again, Super Bowl matchups, you have Chiefs versus Rams. I have Bills versus Packers. So love it. Um, out of the four teams that we have in the, <laughs> the four teams that we have in the championship games, we only have one team the same. Um, and that's the Bucks. That's the only team that's the same. Yeah, it is. Wow. That's that's unlike us. I think in the past, like we've been pretty similar. I guess last year, last year I had Chiefs Ravens, you had Chiefs Steelers, and and then Seahawks Saints, and you had Saints Packers. So um, yeah, I guess we usually have two, at least two, well, at least one from each side. I guess the difference is we've always just had the Chiefs, and I just didn't take the Chiefs this year. So yep. I guess that's the only that's the only real difference there. So all right, cool. Let's move on into the awards let's freaking do it let's start right here at mvp i will go first most valuable player is going to go to a guy i was talking about earlier who i'm very very high on it's matthew stafford i think this dude comes in and balls out and people are like oh my god this guy was just hiding away in detroit never even heard of this guy he's been in the nfl he was the number one overall pick this dude throws no look passes he's got a cannon of an arm Where's this guy been all this time? Like, that's exactly – he's going to go to L.A. and people are just going to be like, oh, my gosh. Look at this random jewel we found. Diamond in the rough. 
I think Matthew Stafford finally gets the, the recognition he deserves and becomes MVP. Okay. Um, I like the take. I, I like that you're very high on Matthew Stafford. I think he's going to do awesome. Obviously, I have them winning multiple playoff games and stuff, but I don't think that he's going to put up the stats that can win MVP. Um, McVay is- 5,000 yards, 45 touchdowns. First off, he's thrown for 5,000 yards once in his career, and it was in 2011, literally 10 years ago. Um, okay, 40, Mr. Stats. 45 touchdowns. He's thrown for over 35 once in his career. <laughs> it's hard to do that when you ain't got jack shit in Detroit. Yeah, you're right. Calvin Johnson is jack shit. You are right. Calvin Johnson's well, hot, he's, t- hot he's, take. Hold, Austin okay, Cunningham yeah, just says Calvin Johnson is not good at football. Put those words in my mouth. Keep going. Keep adding yeah. to it. I'll yeah. give you about five seconds. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. There it is. Calvin Johnson was all he had. The deep, the freaking him playing on offense was like three versus one all the time. You don't have to worry about a running back. You don't have to worry about a tight end. You have to worry about a wide receiver, two, three, four, five, or six. Matthew Stever dropped back and was like, where's Calvin? He's down there somewhere. Fuck it. And then Calvin Johnson comes down with it sometimes. <laughs> Most times. Um and for the Rams, for the record, Rams do not have a wide receiver three, four, five, six. I mean, their three is Deshaun, oh. the corpse of Deshaun Watson. You or Deshaun watch Jackson, your I mean. freaking mouth, Jackson. brother. Let me pull up this roster real quick. I was talking about this the other day. Van you Jefferson. They ain't got receivers. I know yep. it's Van. It's Van Jefferson. Two two Atwell. Two two Atwell, and then Deshaun Jackson. Those are that's three four five. Fuck it. You just need three four then with a tight end. Yeah, Tyler Higby. Which I do like Taylor Higby, actually. I, 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 I am right there with you. But look, listen, McVeigh likes I'm to too run. emotional. I apologize. Mc, Mc, no, you're good. I this that this is what this is all about. So McVeigh runs a For lot sure. of two, two tight end sets. So I think that that automatically takes away a lot of three wide receiver sets. Um, I think that you're relying on two, you know, the two wide receivers who I love. Um, but McVeigh is known for running the ball way more than other teams inside the red zone. Like that is, he is like, his offense is known for that. I legit think that uh, Stafford actually could get to that, like 47, 4,800 yards, but I just don't think he's going to get close in the touchdowns. I actually think he's going to be closer to like 30. Um, Do you, do you think that like them not having a true running, like, yeah, you have Daryl Henderson. I don't think they'll rely on him very much in the run game. I'm just thinking the Rams become a very, very pass heavy team. And not necessarily they're going to be forced to do that because their defense isn't good or they're going to be down in games. That's not the mindset at all. But, like, just – I feel like McVay is going to be excited to have – and this is going to be a complete diss to Jared Goff, but, like, an actual quarterback. Like, oh, someone who saying. wants to throw the ball down the field, put pressure on the defense, take risks. And, like, that was the difference between Jared Goff. It's like, yeah, he would push the ball down the field, but it was, like – the guy's opener, it's not going – like, I never felt like Jared Goff was putting pressure on the defense. He was taking all the pressure and then trying to balance all of it. I agree. And, I again, I think that's why he gets up into that 47, 4,800 yards because he takes the pressure. I think that they just uh, – if it's going to Cooper Cup and if it's going to Robert Woods, love them as receivers. They're not burners per se. I think the teams can, you know, chase them down, tackle them inside the yeah. red zone, and then they're going to run. I think they love Daryl Henderson. I think they would have made a trade or done something by now if they didn't love Daryl Henderson. 
Um, I, think that, I think that they're rolling with him. Um, not saying that I don't think they're going to pick somebody up like once like cuts start happening, because that is for sure going to happen. They are going to pick somebody up and everybody's going to panic about all fantasy owners that have Daryl Henderson. Don't panic. It's just like they have to have insurance, right? So again, I think Stafford is going to be very, very good this year. That was just my case of why I didn't choose Stafford. I just don't think that he has the stats. Not saying he's not amazing this year. I just don't think he puts up the stats that he that you need to win the MVP basically. Um, so I'm going to take Josh Allen as my MVP. If you're the number one seed in the AFC, um, you're obviously doing amazing things. If you're, you know, putting up, you know, your team record is up there with Mahomes' teams, like you got to be up there. So I'm going to take um, Josh Allen to be my MVP this year. Okay. Uh, I'm about it. Now, the other reason why I took Matthew Stafford to be my MVP um, and then pretty much lose the Super Bowl is because of the stat that I brought up last year. We've never had, or it's been a very, very long time since we've had a quarterback win the Super Bowl and MVP in the same year. It just hasn't been done. So it's pretty much why Patrick Mahomes uh, didn't make it to the Super Bowl of the year. He won the MVP. So that's Mike's season reasoning there. Uh, offensive player of the year. Let's keep this going. I'm going to take Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, and the reason is because I think he has a massive year. He is in the best shape of his life. I know there's other weapons there to worry about with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott being back. But I think this offense, it's always run through the running game with Zeke. That's when they're good. That's when they're at their best, when they're they're just being the Dallas Cowboys and winning football games. And so I think Zeke just takes over again. I think he has a different mindset. I think he has a fresher look at life and in football in general. We've seen that through hard knocks as well. Um, and that's the reason that just kind of adds to this case for me for it to be Zeke. I like it. That, and all very, very valid points. Um, I'm going to take Devontae Adams to be my offensive player of the year. Um, and then we're going to let shit burn this offseason when Packers reporters have to talk about how Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers led their team to the Super Bowl. Two years ago, Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl or won MVP. Uh, this year, Devontae Adams wins offensive player of the year. And they're both gone next offseason. They're they're both out <laughs> at, at Green Bay, and shit's gonna burn to the ground in Green Bay. So, where do you uh, think Devontae Adams goes? Uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are you being serious? I'm serious. I th- I think they let DJ Chark go. Oh shit! They, they okay, traded. You were just no. They trade. They traded Joe Schobert. Opened up 15 million dollars in cap space. They already had a ton left over. I think they let DJ Chark go, and they go after. Devontae Adams and say, hey, come play with Trevor Lawrence. Wow. So you're not a fan of DJ Shark anymore, huh? No, I very much no, I shouldn't. I Sorry, love DJ I shouldn't have said that, but I just... love DJ Shark. This is me just trying to put things, things. I'm just trying to put some pieces together and see like what gotcha. like let's just see how things go. Like let's just let's just see. Like if you want to, I, I think that they truly missed out on a lot of big name free agents this offseason. And I think that was urban honestly not understanding how free agency worked and maybe panicking a little bit and he just didn't do a good job. I mean, he's the first one to admit that he didn't like it because he like wasn't used to like not being able to like talk to people and stuff, but, and everybody ripped him for that. But then like the other week he actually explained, he's like, no, I'm just not used to it. He's like, and it's a learning curve. And like, I'm going to learn it each and get better each year, which I can appreciate. And I think that they, him and bulky just go, fuck it. Let's just get, let's just have this be a Chanel and, Devonte Adams thing with um, 
with Trevor Lawrence. Wow. That would be special. Uh, let's hear your defensive player of the year now. Mosgert. Uh, I think that he was on pace, you know, the last couple of years. It's either been injuries, it's been COVID, it's been whatever. It's, it's kind of derailed him. Um, and I He's think hitting other that, players in the head with the helmet. Yeah, too. whatever, whatever. Um, you know, I have I have the Browns as my three seed. Um, I think that that's good enough for a defensive player of the year. I think he leads the NFL in sacks, and then he has enough tackles. And that's it. Give me Miles Garrett. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to take Chris Jones, and this is not me being um, a homer. I think this dude is in incredible shape. I don't know if any of you guys have been paying attention or kind of really uh, seeing the difference in him, but he's he's almost stronger but leaner. You know what I mean? He's not as, like, chunky, which is crazy because he's still a large human being but he's going to be rushing from the outside. He's going to be able to move inside. I think his versatility on the defensive line is going to be a huge difference for the Chiefs this year uh, in his career alone. So I think he's just completely motivated uh, to go reach that next level. Everyone's kind of tied him in right there, the second best defensive tackle in football right behind Aaron Donald. Um, and I think this is the year that he kind of makes that argument uh, a little bit closer. He you know, kind of closes or – closes that gap just a little bit uh, more this season. So that's going to be exciting for him. Uh, I'm going to head into rookie of the year. I'm going to take Justin Fields. I think he takes over about week four or five or six, right in that range. I believe they have a pretty early uh, buy uh, this season as well. So I think he comes in, has kind of a, a tough face to start his campaign, and then just tears it up from there. And Andy Dalton's in a rough spot on being like, you know what, I was promised a starter, but this kid's pretty freaking good. Why don't you just go ahead and try and lead us to the playoffs, guy? So it's kind of where I'm at. I'm expecting a big year from Justin Fields and for him to win rookie of the year. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Um, last episode, I said I was going to take Justin Fields. Um, so I also, it's so hard not to take Trevor Lawrence. Um, <laughs> I was thinking um, that about midway through me talking, like, what an idiot. Like, how are you not taking Trevor Lawrence? It's so hard. I mean, the, the hard thing, right? Is like, I think that, like, if, both played every single game. I honestly would take Justin Fields. Um, the difference is Fields isn't going to play every single game. Um, and it kind of depends on when does he start? Like that's the biggest thing. He, in my opinion, he has to start like 13 games, like to have a chance. He has to start yeah. 13 games. And I just don't know when they're going to like make that switch. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to stick to my word there. I'm also going to take Justin Fields because I think that they, I think they are smart enough to just say, fuck it. Like we can't, we can't be throwing out Andy Dalton for very long. So give me Justin. Fields what as point? Well. I know I said they had an early buy. I was mistaken. They have a yeah. buy at week 10. I got it mixed up with Trey Lance who has a, the 49ers have a very early buy week they uh, in the season, a- like week six, that but is- Chicago's is not till week 10. So, yeah. Um, and I'm trying to remember what I, I – I think we talked about this a little bit ago, and I couldn't remember. Oh, I think I said after week three. Yeah, after the Browns yep. game. Yeah, because I said – because then you got the Lions and Raiders before you take on the Packers. Like, you kind of get two yep. lesser defenses. So, yeah, exactly. So, not start the first three and then go off, go from there. Um, okay, we are on defensive rookie of the year now. Um, this one I actually put a quite a bit of money on this one in Vegas. Actually, um, I took uh Jamin Davis for defensive rookie of the year, linebacker for the Washington football team. Wow, I like that though. 
I think that the defensive line is so good that he's going to have free lanes all over the place and he's fast. Yeah, just free mobility. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, mean, wow. I should, I should get the card. Out. I think I put like a hundred or 150 bucks on that one. Oh, fucking a. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Humble brag there. Jesus Christ. Uh, I actually picked uh, Patrick Sertain. Uh, Sertain, excuse me. I think he's going to have a big year. We've already seen him have a pick six uh, here in the preseason. I think he just keeps adding on to it. This is a kid who's going to come in and make an immediate impact for that uh, Broncos defense. They have the pass rush, which is going to force quarterbacks to, to get the ball out quickly and be in tough situations. And he's going to be right there to eat up those mistakes. So I'm having – uh, not having expecting a big season for him I'm kind of rooting for him too uh, I really want to see him be good in the NFL and just keep doing what he's been doing and just kind of live continue the legacy of his father love it okay who is who's your coach of the year my coach of the year is going to be a guy who is back in the Super Bowl and has a quarterback that's winning MVP. It's going to be Sean McVay. I think a lot of people look at him and go, yep, this guy's actually still good. It was just uh, Jared Goff. And I don't think there's anyone out there that's like, oh, Sean McVay is not good. I think a lot of people just kind of got over his uh, his whole like willingness to steal plays from other offensive coordinators and his play calling just not being as uh, challenging as what it used to be. And I think he displays that it is going to his just holdback was a starting quarterback and now he's going to have free range to do whatever he wants. Um, and I think that even takes them out of the two tight end sets, because I do wonder some of that was Jared Goff just needing more reliable short targets. And it just kind of held the offense back a little bit. And I think with uh, Stafford, and I know I've just said it a lot this episode, it's just going to widen all of that. And he's just going to have a tremendous season. I like it. Um, okay. I really wanted to put Matt rule here. Uh, really, really wanted to as coach of the year, but um, with them for me, sneaking into the seven seed, I just couldn't do it. So uh, I'm going to take Brandon Staley chargers head coach. Um, if I have them being the first wild card team, um, I feel like I have to do it. So give me Brandon Staley as coach. Yeah, of the year. for sure. Yeah, um, good for you. Okay, uh, comeback, your player, comeback player of the year. I gotta Let's assume. That, I gotta assume that we're probably both going the same route here. Um, actually, there's so many good options, really. Um, I know. But, but I this one I always play it safe. Like last year, it was like Alex Smith. I'm like, all he had to do is play one snap, and he became. And I kind of feel like this is the <laughs> yeah. same way. And I'm gonna take Dak Prescott. Ah, so I do have him. So I have three possible options and I have an explanation for all of them. Uh, and one's kind of like, and does it, is he considered for this or not? Uh, but the, the three possible winners that I have for the Alex Smith comeback player of the year award uh, is the first guy I had was Christian McCaffrey. Yep. I didn't know if that's something we could consider just because he was able to come back midway through the year. I almost, I had him back out. I had him as second okay. on my list, so I'm with you there. And then the other two, I did have Dak, of course, and then Joe Burrow. I think if he, you know, is able to lead them to a winning season, not even to the playoffs, but they're able to have like, you know, a, a nine and eight year, I think this is kind of one of those deals where we're looking at Joe Burrow like, okay, hey, he's back. He's good. The, the Bengals just got to keep adding to this. Uh, if I had to pick out of the three, I would like Joe Burrow to be that winner, though. Okay, cool. I will put Joe Burrow down. For the record, if they go nine and eight – they're in the playoffs um so that would be you think so even in that division yeah i mean they'd come in as a wild card i'm not saying they'd win the division but nine and eight teams are going to be those like seven seats 
Like seven seeds are not going to be having double digit wins. Yeah, but I still have the Dolphins though coming in. I, I like I, I, I right you're not. I know Bengals, you're not saying though. they're going to. You're you're saying if they did. Yeah, yeah I, I get what yeah. you're saying. I, I I was just stating like if they did, that would be insane. So oh, fucking excuse me, shit. I'm just kidding. Love it. Okay, cool. A little teenage um, response there for you. Exactly. It's a little bit longer of an episode, uh, but. Boy, I'm it happy. was, wasn't it? Man, we were on here forever. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy that we got through it. Um, Again, you're on vacation next week, so um, yep. I will be going either solo or having a special guest still working through that um, right now on schedules to see if they line up. It will be strictly a fantasy episode, so if anybody's into fantasy, like, this is your episode. Um, And then right after that, and then it's, it's kickoff week, so there's going to be tons of betting oh. and prop bets and all that type of stuff from us. So, um, Austin, love it. Excited to see how all this plays out. Yeah, absolutely. Again, thank you guys for listening, especially with this longer episode. Uh, Again, we appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter. Interact with us. We love doing that. Uh, And let's just continue to grow this thing and continue to grow uh, our audience and, you know, all the interactions through social. It's going to be a fun year no matter what happens. Uh, Let's just remember the one time we can look at Trees or listen to Trees and go, what the fuck are you thinking? Um, And I'll just leave it at there. And there we go, folks. (laughs) And tonight we've been talking football.